So my advice would be keep your keep your pants on. So what date are we on? You said seventeenth of July. Seventeenth of July. Friday, it's pissing it down because it's still the rainy season and it's not stopping. I got last Thursday, I got wet three times because I'll go everywhere on my bicycle, soaked to the skin. Three it's pretty times. rough. Yeah, today was uh, was a horrible day as well. It was cold, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was 20, 22, 23. Mm. That uh, can be very nasty here in the rainy season, very humid and. Uh, yeah, you just arrive, wherever you go outside, you just arrive sweaty and uh, soaking wet. Very unpleasant. But yeah, so we're halfway through July. And uh, one of the things uh, we're going to talk about today is this report that was published this week. And um, Fertility rates. Yeah, that's quite a, an interesting report. I was, I was very much taken aback by it. I didn't expect those kind of numbers that were quoted. Yeah, did, did it surprise you? Well, people are shagging, but nobody's having kids. That's where it is. Well, because I thought, I mean, I've been hearing this for, for years, that the, the fertility rate of men, the sperm count of men is down, going down. Now, whether that's true or not, that, that's another topic, but this specifically said that it's not. It's still nothing to do with nope. the sperm count of men. Nope. Not at all. Because I thought, I thought the sperm count might have been going down because of bad diet and the way that we're living now. Well, whatever it is, but it's often reported, and that, that's what I thought would be the cause for the for the prediction. But it's quite an interesting prediction. So they're saying they're saying that by what what two thousand twenty one hundred twenty one hundred yeah eighty years in the future. So twenty one hundred um, will be down to eight point eight billion. What is the, there's eight billion now in there? Yeah, yeah, that's eight what, billion. Yeah. So it's going to be eight hundred million more. But we're going to peak in 2064 at 9.7, and then the, it's going to start to drop off a cliff, is what's going to happen. Hmm. So, which you'd think would be good news. But if, if you look at the, the ones, I mean, where we are in Japan, you can see it now, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Even where, where we live, we don't live in Tokyo, we live an hour south by a beach. Where I live, it's it's uh, it's pensioner city. It's it's like fucking cocoon. Well, it <laughs> it's a retired. There's a lot of people who are either retired or have a second house here. Yeah. Which means they're usually pretty old, even mm. if they just come here for the weekend. But um, yeah, we're in the in the Kamakura, which is the previous capital. Yeah. Of Japan, and it's a historic town. So I mean, that's also a reason there's not many younger people. Eh? It's not a place for young people. But where I live, I'm I'm the next town across, well, the next beach across, and it's y- younger people go there, but still, it's full of old folk. Yeah, yeah. And then you get further again, which is Hayama, and that's the posh end. A lot of big houses, a lot of people that have made money there, but still, young people can't afford to live there. So you've got more of your mm. oldies there as well. So all this course from where Duncan is in Kamakura, where I am in Zushi and Hayama, I mean, I'm 49 and people are a good 10 years older than me on average. Yeah, that, it's it's pretty similar here. But aren't you, isn't, that, isn't Zushi Kamakura? No, Zushi's Zushi. Oh, is it? Yep. I thought it was the same city. Nope. We live in different cities. We live in different cities. Your taxes are much higher than mine. Are they? A lot.
lot higher than mine because I knew that because you're if if you look on a map, um, Kamakura's to the right, I'm in the middle, Hayama's to the left. Now, Kamakura and Hayama are the uh, high class areas, and Zushi is the shit in the shit sandwich. That's where all <laughs> the the people that are as rich live. Did you make it like that? Pro- hopefully, yeah. I hope. I hope I did. You created a shit, I, shit I hope sandwich. I brought it down. But yeah, this. It's a good place to bring up kids. Oh, it's great. There's a, there's a lot of young families, but I see a lot of people who are my age, and maybe early forties, that live there that have no kids at home. Hmm. And and there's not many people that live there alone. It's where you go and live if you're a couple. You wouldn't want to live there single. No, no, it's a bit too quiet for uh, for single people there. And yeah. also, when because Japan's Japan's birth rate is dropping off a cliff now yeah, yeah when you go into a supermarket if you want to buy nappies there is twice as many nappies for old people than there is for babies yeah i don't know if you'll notice that here yeah no i've noticed it's it's um it's also the food that the elderly like mm. things that are not too hard on the teeth <laughs> yeah 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 but you, you notice it in the supermarkets and pri- everything is written in the larger letters and stuff but yeah, it, it's it's very comfortable, I've got to say, man. It's it's. it's but if uh, if you think now, the population of Japan, hundred and twenty six million. Hundred twenty six million, I believe. Yeah. Hundred twenty six million. So by the end of the century, so eighty years from now, it will be eighty. Eighty million. Eighty yeah. million. So that so you've got a loss there of. Forty-seven 40, million. Yeah, yeah, forty percent. That's a roughly. lot of people. Yeah, yeah, you're almost halving a country. Mm. Well, you're not halving a country, but there's a, there's a huge chunk out there. But at the moment, it's also an aged society. People over sixty-five are, I think, is that thirty percent of the population now mm. is over sixty-five. Yeah. Whether I think in France it was something like fifteen or something, like that. It, it, it's much lower. Now that is also to do with the life expectancy. This is the highest in the world. For life expectancy, I think men are on eighty now. Finally, well, the the women eighty six. The women, the women live the longest if you're Japanese, and the men are number two, beaten only by Icelandic men. No, so, no, that's not true. Are you sure? I I looked this up about a week ago by chance. Someone came up with the statistics. Iceland is number five or six. Is it? Well, I that's think, dropped. Yeah. It must have been a couple Dropping of years. <laughs> must have been a couple of years since I looked. But I thought it were Icelandic men and Japanese women. But if you looked last week, you're going to be in right. I might have looked at the average of both. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I... Well, we, we can look it up at home, gentlemen and ladies, if you want. Uh, I think it's still Japan as, a, as, a, as a, a country. I mean, you know, some of these equations are a bit odd if you say that the... Uh, like the fattest people in the world are in Tonga, apparently. But you've got a population of, what is it, 40,000. So mm. if 50 people are overweight, that's going to have a big increase, you know, yeah. in the average. So if you make it a fair-sized country where you can make a, a, a bit of a more honest uh, average, uh, I think Japan's still number one, yeah. Uh, but apparently Spain is going to take that over in 20 years. What, Spain? Uh, Spain, yeah. Their, their medical health care has... has increased a lot so their, their life expectancy is going to beat Japan in 20 years was one of the expectations that I saw but their their population is the same as Japan that's going to have by 20 yeah 2100 yeah, yeah. no but the, I'm talking about the life expectancy at the moment yeah. because of their food and diet and healthcare is increasingly 
But I lived in I lived in Spain for three years at the start of the at the start of last the last decade. Right. Um, and I don't know how they live so long because they're not they're not healthy. You see a lot of you see a lot of men carrying a lot of weight around the stomach. Um, I know there's a lot of olive oil that gets. Well, that's eaten. what they keep saying. Eating. Olive oil, and but and you're eating nuts, ham. Yeah, processed ham. You're yeah. drinking a lot of wine. Yeah. I mean, the French are supposed to have a healthy diet, but cirrhosis of the liver is really high yeah. in France. Yeah. Well, it's got to be diet. I mean, life yeah. expectancy is connected to diet, and if you've got good hospitals, you're on a you're you're right at the races. But so. the, I mean, the uh, the diet here is fantastic yeah. for health. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah. did say the other day that one of the reasons that Corona was lower here is that people are just healthier per se. Well, that's an that's an an interesting theory. I'm not sure if that's completely true, but it's certainly a contributing factor. But yeah. Anyway, let's get back to basics. Now, fertility. I, so I'm, I'm just, well, I'm just talking. I'm just talking about Japan here because, in Japan, people are people are shy, so people aren't getting together anymore. Other, mm-hmm. when you think about it, men are very shy. Um, so their their average people that were having having kids, they're not having kids anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, in the sixties. This fella, Johan Harry, he, he did a TED talk on being depressed. And back in the fifties and the six, no, back in the forties and the fifties, women were going to the doctors and saying, "I just feel depressed," because they were sold this thing when you were a when you were a girl. What you've got to do is you've got to grow up. You get yourself a husband. You have kids, you get a house, he goes out to work, you look after the kids and look after the house. That's the dream. Mm. So when a lot of women got to that stage and they were sat in their house, the kids were at school, white husbands at home, and they were getting really depressed. So they were going they were going to the doctors and saying, Look, what can you what can you do from it? And the doctors were just sending out um Valium. Right, right. Valium, and they were just like the little yellow pill. Yeah, that'll do the trick. Now, I remember, I remember my mother taking stuff for her nerves back in the 70s. And it it was a little yellow pill. Mother's mother's little helpers, they were called. Mother's little helpers. Mother's little helpers, and everybody were on them. Every mother I knew were on these tablets. And the Stones wrote a song about it, Mother's Little Helper. It came out in 1965. You know that running for, running for the shelter of Mother's Little Helper? Da, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've got to listen to that. They again. say, what, what, was, what was the word? Mother's Little Helper. Yeah, because what happened was Keith Richards went into Nick for drug use surely the, the, the put yeah that this was in 65 and they put him in the put him in jail for a year a year put him in jail for a year and um he got out the next day because he, did, he had money for lawyers and then um jagger and keith richards said right fuck these cunts and the the wrote mother's little helper 
what a drag it is getting old. Kids are different to a day. I hear every mother say, mother needs something today to calm her down. She goes running for the shelter of mother's little helper. And that mother's little helper was Valium, wow. diazepam. They were, they were yeah. writing it out for fun because the husbands were coming home from work and the wife's there fucking rocking in chair or she's drinking, pissed yeah, up, yeah. and said, look, you need to get yourself to the doctor. Hmm. And the doctor would just write out these pills. Like no tomorrow. And every, every mother, every kid I would go to school with, their mothers were on it as well. Hmm. Yeah, and it, and it just, so women wouldn't be able to sleep at night because they'd been sold this dream that as soon as you get to that level, that's what every everybody did in the 40s, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get married and then your life is set out in front of you and then you get there, you get there and it's all, it's not what you expected. It's not what you expected. So that's a huge disappointing dream though, if that's your, your, your goal. But that's all they had. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, this is why the fertility rate is dropping because women then thought, I'm not doing that anymore, yeah. especially in the 60s. I think it changed in the 60s because these women were looking to other mothers and going, fucking not having that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not having that. You, you're getting home from school and your mum's pissed up or your mum is spaced out on these Valiums. Looking at the ceiling. And yeah. you're going, no, that's not for me. So women started going into the workplace. Yeah. Because you think 50s, 40s, 50s, the only way that you were going to get your end away were to get married. Yeah. People yeah. weren't having sex, were they? So you had to get married to have sex. Well, in England, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, def <laughs> yeah, definitely. In no, that, that's across all of Europe, I think, at that time. And in America. Yeah. You weren't yeah, having much. sex until you, until you got married. Yeah, yeah. It's not until the 60s when things, the liberation, mm. the sexual revolution really takes hold. Well, when, when Pill came in 1960... Yeah, that's a big impact. Yeah. Because we, nobody thought that women enjoyed sex as much, just as much as men. Yeah. They just thought it was a, a man thing. So then the pill came out so women could have sex with anybody and not worry about getting pregnant. Yeah. Right. And then off you were off to races then, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. And then in 62, the government couldn't put, especially in America, they couldn't put the lid back on the bottle because the, the secret were out. And then that's how all that started. Right. And then they got into the Vietnam War, and then these hippies were going, well, why why should I go do that when I can stay here and have sex with loads of women? That's a good question. You know? Yeah. And what, why, why would you? Yeah. Why would you? And it came, I think it came here, uh, uh, probably a little bit later, didn't it? I don't know. This country seems to be sort of an, a bit of an exception, where nothing really takes hold, takes foot as, as much as in other countries, I feel. But then, yeah, these days women are working more than mm -hmm. before, but it's still pretty, uh, I'd say, 20 years behind Europe Yeah. in those but times. I, th I, I think women are a lot more independent here than I thought they were going to be when I first mm. arrived. Definitely, when I first arrived. But you, you think, when, when you see these, especially Americans, when you see them getting married at 19, 20, 20, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? My my dad got married at 21 and my mother were just short, about a week short of 20. Wow, that, that's still... I remember what I was thinking when I was 20, 19. I was in no way ready for any married yeah. life or anything like that, even, no. not even close. My mum's my mum's <laughs> older sister and 
brother-in-law who died recently were born in the same month in 1930, so they were 31. So they were 40 years older than me. And us and my cousin is 20 years older than me. So they had their first kid when they were 20. Mm. And they had two boys and then they were off and then they had another kid 15 years later. So when they were 35 and that were a bit of a scandal. 35. So, but to have kids at 20. Yeah, that's a kid having a kid, isn't it? But that was just the norm. That's normal. You think you've come out of the war, you've come out of the war, people have seen all those horrors and you're like, right, I don't want to, I need to get my feet under the table somewhere and... I don't want to go back to that, but, you know, I mean, I think I was born the perfect time. I was <laughs> born the perfect time because there was no expectation for me to do that. Yeah, that's true. Getting a house, buying uh, a house, getting a woman, settling down. But you can see when, if, if, you, if you got married at 20, even 25, 10, 15 years down the road when you're 40, and you think, I've done nothing. Yeah. I've yeah. done nothing. Well, you've worked in a factory, you've had an office job for a while, and yeah. that's it. You, yeah. you, you may maybe manager. And that's that's your life, then. That's your, your stamp on the world. But then when, when women are, are getting these jobs and thinking, well, no, I'm, I'm, I can look after myself. Yeah. Giving women the option to be able to look after themselves in the 60s and the 70s, they don't have to depend on a man. Mm. They love it, but then the men are going, well, no, 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 no. And I think that's why even now women are trying to be well they catch down by a especially here there's a glass ceiling isn't there yeah but i yeah. think they're they're starting to smash that now aren't they well it's gonna take some time here i mean when i hear women speak here who have careers mm. it sounds like that they're, they're put in such a heavy position and such a a lot of extra shit that they've got to do yeah with a, with a male boss who ordering the most ridiculous things because they have to prove themselves so i think that'll still take some time but uh, there's movement for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you think you've got the, the can work. They've got, they're getting edu- Women are getting educated, aren't they? Yeah. What's they didn't wrong used with to. Didn't, well, they didn't used to be educated, did they? Yeah. Before the war, before yeah. the war, uh, in uh, two centuries back, you just they won't get an educated. They were, they weren't allowed to be politicians. They weren't allowed to be judges. No. They you couldn't don't. vote. It, that, that sounds ridiculous. Well, occasionally now, here, you still hear some politician who's in his 80s, 70s yeah. making some off-the-cuff remarks saying women are, are just baby factories or the, the, yeah. and saying that not in a, in a jesting way, in a serious yeah. way. Occasionally, and, and he'll be reprimanded slightly. He certainly wouldn't be fired like he would in Europe. But imagine saying that in England as a serious comment in the House of Commons. You'd be laughed out of the, out of the House yeah. of Commons. But you still hear that occasionally. Some politician will make such kind of remarks. We think, what are you? What century are you living in? That that politician in Japan made that remark. A few, not so, not in the so distant few, distant past, didn't no, it? No, no. It, it, every couple of months, there is some one of them who comes up with an outrageous sentence. Thinking, yeah, that, yeah, is a hundred years ago. You, you're keeping yeah. everything back. But they they've got that from. Well, he's got that from his dad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And can you imagine the shit his mother must have gone through? Well, just being a, a slave in the house without any voice or any yeah any input. Yeah. That and, and I wouldn't want a wife like that. Well, it's I not really a wife, is it? It's more of a maid. You, you've, you've just got somebody cleaning up after you. Yeah, pretty much. I don't. I don't want 
that as a wife. It sounds like a very lonely. But, but this, this, this is the, this is another thing here. The, the, the men work so much hmm. that they're not getting home late. So they, they've got no chance to meet up with women. Hmm. The women are working just as hard as the men. When, when we lived in Tokyo, I don't know about you, but I used to work my ass off. And when I when I was single, I would get home to my small apartment, and I didn't want to do anything else. Hmm. I would crack a couple of bottles of ale and and fall asleep because I was so tired. Yeah, yeah, there was something liberating about that. I did like the fact that you could work as much as you, you could. could. Yeah, you and could run yourself into the ground, but you'd get paid quite handsomely for it. Yeah, but you had yeah. no energy to do anything else. No, but that's where alcoholism comes in Japan. I think the the percentage of alcoholics in Japan is quite high. But it's functioning alcoholics. How many Japanese people do you know who drink at home after work? I think most of my students do that. Do they? Oh yeah, yeah. come up one, one or two beers, but Monday to Friday, you know, every single day. But you'll see them get drunk and 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 get undressed on the train and just fall asleep because they think they're at home, don't they? I've seen that as well. I've seen some weird scenes of that. But to get yourself in that much of a state, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's not healthy and, and you're not going to meet nobody would want to marry somebody like that would they? well that's also I mean there's a lot of um, uh, there's also a movement here and I can't remember the Japanese word now it's something like vegetarianism or something that's mm. men who are not interested in women at all and they're called it's not vegetarian it's not incel though is it? no but it's, it's they're not meat eaters right which, okay which refers to yeah. people who want to have a relationship right and so there's some sort of slang for, for this word, which sort of equals out the vegetarians. And they just have no interest in, in marrying at all. They have no interest in, in any... What about having rich. sex? No, not interested. Nothing? No, no. Uh, if they, I've heard this in several interviews. If they want it, they'll go to a knocking shop, Yeah. have a quick... Sort one. That's it. And then... But, I mean, during his interviews, don't you miss speaking to women? Don't you miss having dinner? No, no, it's it's mendoxai. It's just troublesome dealing yeah. with women. There's there's no need for that. So that that whole social part is just taken out of the equation. It's the occasional sexual uh, explosion, and and for the rest of your situation, you don't need women. Uh, I I I worked for three years. Last year was my last year with all men, and it was awful. Uh. It was awful, because it was just a lot of. A lot of men, men trying to land each other in the shit to make themselves look better. Men are worse yeah. than women. I yeah, think. that doesn't sound very pleasant. Men, men, men are worse than worse than women. And now, um, the the place where I work at now is there's more females there, and it's it's harmony. Hmm. It's it's total harmony. Everybody's everybody knows what they've got to do. There's no competition. Yeah, there's none sort of. Putting one over on each other. Well, I'm not a competitive person anyway. I just go in, do the job, and leave because I've got my other stuff going on. Mm. But this is just the foundation of one job that I've got, and then I've got two or three other jobs on the going background. So I need it, but it's not my main yeah. source. But working, working with these women, as opposed to the three years of just working with men, it's it's unbelievable. Well, the difference. Just just much much better. So we can see, we've both been here about, well, I've been here 20 years. How many years have you been? On and off, 2005, 15. Right. 
So but you you, th how long were you here before you learnt about the uh, phenomenon of the parasite single? Uh, not very long. I think I learned that pretty quick. Yeah. Do you want to tell people what a parasite single is? No, you go ahead. The parasite. parasite the parasite single is usually it's mostly male, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a few females, but the parasite single is a man in his late twenties, mid thirties, who is still at home. He goes out and he works, but he don't get he don't he don't give anything to the parents for board, for food, for lodgings. He just goes out and works, and he lets his parents pay for everything. Well, I cook for him. Uh, yeah, the wash, wash still, his clothes. They still treat him like he's a kid. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he, a big kid. And he gets yeah. away with it. But my wife was saying to me, uh, I mean, she was she, when she finished high school, she was pretty much out of the door and off to college. But that few months in between, she had a job, but she didn't pay any rent. Right. And I said, well, why not? And she says, oh, you, you don't have to. Now I remember when I, between I, I left school and I got a job before I left home at sixteen. It was a, a YTS, twenty six pound a week. My mother took twenty five percent of that. Right. She took twenty five percent because you've got to you've got to pay your board. Pay your board. And and oh. my my wife were going well. What about with these? So yeah, twenty five percent, because they're not they've got no incentive to go out and get themselves. A decent job make itself any better. Yeah, you're not helping. No. The the the, the child the the the, the adult here by this time. Did you pay your father when you were lived at uh, home? Well, in I Amsterdam? moved out. I moved out when I was eighteen. Uh, I moved to my own apartment. Oh. But yeah, before I was eighteen, I didn't pay. No. But were you working? No, I was still at school. Right, but I'm I'm saying if you'd have been working, would your dad have taken any money off you? He wouldn't have taken it. No, he was. A, very good guy. I I hope I would have paid something, yeah. but I, I had plenty of friends who were paying. Yeah. yeah, but that's why because you pay, you think well, I might as well get my own pad, and then you mm -hmm. you're slowly dating as well. So you want to yeah. have your own privacy a bit as well, and you and you learn how to cook and how to wash your clothes yeah. and manage your budget. So it, it's important to to go through those. But they things. all have that done for them, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I spoke to someone today who had uh, who's who she's in her sixties and she has two sons living with her 44 and and like 41 i think yeah and i thought well, what's that like yeah. oh yeah yeah that's all right well, th imagine that 44 and 41 and still living at home yeah yeah As, have they got no is there no is there no chance of them getting married or anything well so that's what i asked that very question yeah and she said uh, no probably not i wish they would marry and her face will brighten up yeah and then it sort of turns sour you know but probably not <laughs> because a lot of a lot of women here get a lot of pressure from the parents to get married. Yeah, yeah. They, the, I think most parents in Japan don't want their daughters to be unmarried Spinsters. after thirty-five or after yeah. thirty. Yeah, yeah. They have there's a name for that, isn't? It? What is it? Cake or some old cake? Something like that. But it's, it'd be on the shelf. You don't want to get yeah, left yeah, on yeah, the shelf, it. do you? Yeah, there's a, there's a terrible slang word for that. Yeah. Yeah, it is an, it's awful, isn't it? That's and I can't think of what it is. It is something like out of date cake. Sell by or something. There's yeah. expired. Yeah. Something like that. It's just very nasty. Yeah. But that doesn't do a lot of for the women's self confidence. Imagine hearing that. And then the, the shock of the fertility of the. I mean, 
not enough kids coming into Japan. Mm. Uh, a, there's a very long list for, for nursery schools, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. It's very difficult to get your child into sort of any nursery care system. There's a waiting list. Uh, it's expensive. There's very little government help. But yet the government is putting pressure on people to have kids. Yeah. Saying, oh, we need more children. We, we're getting to this age society. Yeah, that's, that's created by society. Yeah, well, they've created yeah, They've created it, exactly. They've they're, created it. They've done nothing to sort of... There is a ministry now. There's a ministry of whatever it is... Uh, Making kids, which is one of the well, one of the few <laughs> ministries with a female minister. Yeah, um, and, and she's supposed to promote uh, more children in the, in Japan being born. But you know, as, as the report shows, that there's more women working than ever before. Mm. Uh, the prime minister is also promoting more people to work. Prime minister's childless, so he can't say anything about this because he's childless, seedless. Yeah, but you, when when you think of Japan, you think everybody's packed in, which they are in the cities, aren't yeah. they? They're packed in in the cities, because seventy three percent of this country is mountainous. Yeah. So yeah. everybody's packed in, but when even I think even when it gets down to eighty eight, it's still going to be packed, isn't it? Well, and they're not gonna they're not gonna be bring. They don't like to bring foreigners in here, do they? No, no, they prefer to, uh, hence they put their bets on uh, uh, robots and AI to yeah. sort of solve the problem of how, how do we take care of the elderly. Well, we'd rather have robots doing that yeah. than, than get people from outside into yeah. that. Or in the factories, we need new workers. Well, let's try and focus on robots doing that. Let's not import any foreigners for that. That's but they're getting the robots to do everything. When you see the robots in old people's homes playing games with old people you know that's what the creating AI for you yeah, but it's not just playing games it's it's wiping their arse yeah. and it's it's yeah. taking care of you know looking after them you, until there's a robot who does that you know you well, don't need people you don't have to depend on the kids then do you because the kid a lot of them there's a lot of parents live with the kids don't yeah. they yeah 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 yeah, we come back full circle. To that that, part, that, yeah. that never that doesn't happen so much in England. I don't know about in Holland. No, in Holland it's it's pretty rare now. The uh, what do they call the nuclear family? Everybody's yeah. moving out. Well, that, I, I moved out at eighteen. Uh, most of my friends moved out as soon as they could because mm. they were paying rent, and so why not get your own pad? It's much more uh, comfortable to be living alone. That's why there's not enough houses as well. But if you're if your mother had a bit, if you'd stayed in Amsterdam and your father were getting on a bit, would you have invited him to come and live with you? In Japan? If you had, no, no, in, if you were still living in Holland. Oh! Uh, if, if you'd have yeah. had your own family, a couple of kids, would you have invited him back to live with you? It's um, a good question. And if I'm very honest, I think probably not. I would yeah. have sorted him out in a, at some home. Yeah. And you, you put pressure on yourself to visit him. But I'm not sure. I mean, I, I hope I would I would take him in. Yeah. But then you got, you know, taking care of an old person is is hard. You know, yeah. You need you need care and you need attention. And you need time. But no, I mean, I do hope I would be the person who would take him in. Yeah. When um, my mother's cousin, he he lived in France and he had his his mother was elderly. My mother's aunt was very elderly. So he said to his mother, "Come and live with me in France," and she said, "No." 
And my mum were talking to me and she said, I can't believe that he's left his mother in Bradford and he won't come back and look after her. And I turned to my mother and said, look, I'm going to be gone soon. If you start getting old and sick, I'm not coming back here to look after you. And she was gobsmacked. <laughs> my dad won't, but my mother was gobsmacked about that. I says, I'm, you're ruining my life because I've got to come and look after you. I want to get out in the world and do do my thing. I, I don't want to, after uh, at 40 or 50, come back to Bradford and look after you. Yeah, it's it's that feeling is becoming more and more prevalent, I think, that people want to have their own lives and yeah. that connection to, well, do you do to this? Is you do to this? What This is what we're supposed to do. That sense has disappeared, I think, in Europe, well, North Europe, yeah. in the 1970s, that kind yeah. of... I, I, I don't want my kids to put their life on hold to look after mm. me. And the funny story was, when my granddad died, we used to live in a bungalow. It's a funny story. Yeah, we used to live in a bungalow. And the roof, the loft, it had a window at the side of the house because it was semi-detached house. So it had a window in the roof. So you could have made a bedroom up there. Yeah. Now, my granddad had died. And then maybe two weeks after the funeral, my mum just said in passing to my dad... You know, there's a window up there. We could turn that into a bedroom and move my mother in. The next day, my mum's coming home from work and the builders are bricking that window up. <laughs> the very next day, it got the builders out and the, the window were completely bricked up. Gone. <laughs> so without even saying, no, we're not doing that, he just went and sorted the problem out at the source. Enough said. <laughs> so I got my lead from my father on that on that point nip that in the bud <laughs> but yeah I, w- I wouldn't want my kids to come and look after me i mean you haven't got any kids so you've got nob it to look after you, no, you? i mean to be honest I, I, if i would have kids i wouldn't expect no. that either yeah no i mean there was an indian kid at school and he was the youngest of three so that was his life planned out because oh. the youngest has to look after the parents right yeah, that, that, that's still... I mean, every culture has different mm. times of, of their, their... You know, when you when you do that. I don't know. I think it's a good thing to do that. But you are, you are going to limit your, your, your own life. You are going to make your high life... But you're not, you're not just limiting your own. You're limiting your families. Yeah. I mean, my dad is going to be 80 in February. My mother is already in care. Um... I couldn't uproot those three and go back to England to look after. I, I won't be able to do that. Well, you could. You I could. could but but it'd be what? extremely complicated and you're going to burn a couple of bridges there as well. Mm. And plus, education is going to turn into a real yeah. uh, complicated I, me, thing. My wife won't want to live in Bradford. Well, there is that. There's a danger, there's a danger yeah. of sort of a fight and, and, and a possible divorce. You know, yeah, knows? yeah. So th- that kind of pressure putting on people I think that's in North Europe that's kind of gone. I mean my dad is putting no pressure on me whatsoever yeah. to do that but yeah. um, I think because he already knows that I'm not going to do it but he's mm. put me he's, he's not said that once but yeah he knows he knows and he wouldn't want me to he said no you stay there I think in the south of Europe that's a bit still that's well every, everybody lives together don't they they live in yeah. the other apartment building or they live in the same apartment and that's why the corona spread like wildfire didn't it because everybody were together 
oh, the families were together, yeah. and it just wiped them all out. Yeah, that would do it if you yeah. stack that close together. Yeah. Now you think with all the, with the population decline, it would be a good thing for the world, wouldn't it? Carbon emissions, deforestation. That's not going to be happening anymore, is it? If you've got a population that's shrinking. I don't know. I mean, looking at the population at the moment, we already need two planets. Yeah. If we're on a level playing field, you know, America and Africa, if, if we all go back to sort of a middle point, we need, we need two planets as it is. Uh, which says a lot about the poverty mm. in the world, right? That people but are... the same... The environmentalists, environmentalists will love it, but the people that are living are old and the, there's not young ones coming in. So in about 50 years' time, there's going to be more people hitting 80 than there's people being born. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that, that pyramid is going to turn into a different type of pyramid. Yeah. But the, the thing that, that I laughed at is sub-Saharan Africa and Africa are going to be spitting out kids for fun. So what was what was the thing in the, what did it say in the report? I think Nigeria was going to be Nigeria, yeah, bigger yeah. than China. Nigeria's going to be will be the world's second biggest country with a population of 791 million. Um and then sub-Saharan Africa is expected to treble in size to more than 3 billion people by 20 2100. So you think the the white man has had his day. I think we've only got a few years left. And well, then I don't know what you put that how you conclude that. I, I think if you talk about peaks and, and, and valleys of, of that situation, I think you've got to look at where the money is. Mm. The money is still in, in Western countries. But that that'll change. Well, why would it change? They'll just buy up the, the stuff that's in Africa. It's the, the the distribution of wealth in the world is so unfair hmm. and they're not going to give it up just because some people are dying in their own country so they'll just move out somewhere else build up a new existence no the, the white man has a lot to answer for no yeah. doubt about that but they're not going to give up their wealth for, for anything they'd start a war before they I think they'll be made to give it up or it's going it's going it's going to have to it's going to have to change isn't it well, it won't be painless, nor will it be bloodless. There'll be it'll be through revolution, which I don't see happening anymore. But the only country in the West that is uh, is getting it up, as in the birth rate, as yeah. well as the thing, is Sweden. Sweden uh, has gone up from one point seven to one point nine. I think France was doing quite well as well. Yeah. yeah. See that you see you've got. In Sweden, you've got all those Vikings and those beautiful women. And France, they're just romances through and through, aren't they? The French. I don't know. I've got two mates in France. Both are just absolutely asexual sort of yeah? idiots. Yeah. So this this image of French being great lovers <laughs> is, is is not the greatest it's all, of it's all stereotypes. Crap. But you need to be having two point one kids, they say. You can't your, just have two because kids die. You know, disease, accidents. So, two point one kids per population. So, I hadn't really done my bit here, having two kids. I should have another one, and then. 
No, well, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Well, why should you have another one? Do you know how many kids there are in the world? There, there is an explosion of kids. Well, you, there's so many kids out there that aren't getting looked after. Well, they? that's the thing. Mm. So bring more kids into the world, uh, as as I might be sound a bit rough here, but I, I sometimes see it as a selfish thing to do. That there, are, there are too many kids with mm. kids, as you said, being unloved, being unwanted, being mm. you know, put in the gutter. Yeah. What is the point of bringing more kids into what I sometimes think? Our primitive instinct says, yeah, we, this is what I want. I want to have a kid. I want yeah. But we, are, we, sh- we should have emancipated ourselves from that kind of primitive thinking and take care of what's out there and, and yeah. not being looked after. But that's, that's just me. Well, that, that's, <laughs> a bit of view of the world. That's the thing. It, you, when, you're, when you're at school, you, you grow up, you get an house, you get a car, wife, yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's what you're trained to do. That's it. You're right. I yeah. knew from an early age I didn't want that by my 20s or 30s. Yeah. And it turns out that I didn't become a father until my 40th birthday, oh. which people are going, well, that's late. But, you know, it is what it is. Oh, it? yeah. It yeah. is what it is. No, that notion of get you know finish your school, get your job, get your woman, get your or husband, get your house. That was not for me. Very quickly, I noticed yeah. my first job that I had in office. After the first month, I thought this is a nightmare. I can't stand this. That's something I was going to bring up as well. Yeah, I I was the same thing because what these women were going through in the sixties about getting married and then sitting back mm. when the house is empty during the day, going, what. I did that with my first job. It's in between leaving leaving Bradford and leaving school in that three, four month period, you'd just done what, sixteen you'd just done ten, twelve years at school and then you go and do a job and I'm, and I was have I done twelve years for mm, this? Yeah, yeah. For this. Is yeah. this is this it now? That's twenty percent of your life. And and then I went back around early nineties for Six or six or eight months, and there were people in the factory I were working in, and I were doing this job, and I were just looking over at people that were sixty, going, "How much more money must he be on than me for him to be here?" We were on the same salary, yeah. And you think, well, why, why are you here? Yeah. What why have you stayed? What, what yeah. are you doing this shit job for? Mm. We're in a plastics company. We're awful. Mm. And he's in his sixties. He's been there years mm. for the same salary, yeah. and I could not get my head around that. And yeah. I think that's, that was, my thinking was completely different to his. I just wanted to get out of that. Hmm. And now that we're here and we're doing jobs that we want to do, can you imagine if we hadn't have had that thought? Well, we'd still be there. We'd be that. But blind. and you, but you'd be the same age. But how would you be? How would you be thinking now? No, I think you, that spirit would have died and would have crept down. But why? Way. Why do people let it die? And accept it, and others don't. Well, that's why the world is what it is. Some people create something, or build something, or invent something, and the other person buys it, you yeah. know, and is satisfied with that. We take German machine gun posts, you and I. <laughs> but the, speaking of the Germans in in Nazi Germany, when the when the Nazis were in charge, you know they they were going out and ma- making loads and loads of kids for the master race oh they? yeah yeah i remember seeing an old um footage black and white footage and this nurse just brought these babies and threw a load of babies on the table about 15 babies on the table you couldn't tell one from another nobody knew who the father was 
and there were just all these babies for the master race. And you're thinking, Jesus, what were you thinking? Mass producing kids. Yeah, and all these Nazi generals and colonels and captains were just going to these um, hospital or clinics and having sex with women with your, your Gretels and your Frieders. Yeah, yeah. The, the, just the, to boost up this yeah. this race. Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, there were special, special resort areas just built for that. Yeah. Well, what a holiday that yeah. would be. <laughs> and I mean, if I were a single man and I was asked to to do my bit in Japan, if if my wife let me, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be the first one to sign up. Yeah, I'm not but, sure there weren't too many... But blue eyed. But if if I if I if I would do that, I'd want to have an hand in raising the kid. Yeah, it's it's weird that that that's the case that you just do that for you for a race. I mean, in most countries, including um, here, that there are there are, there are bonuses if you have more than four or five kids, you get discounts on this, that, and the other. And I think Putin said if you have more than four kids. Uh, you'll never have to pay tax again. Or something. There's some yeah. of these outrageous things that, yeah, more than five babies, you can you get a car and, and, and blah, blah. There's all these incentives. But that's not new. Most countries have some kind of incentive for that. If, like I was saying to you, if, with, our, with our first kid, if we'd, if we'd have had her in Yamanashi, they'd have given us a million yen, which oh, is right. seven grand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we didn't, so we didn't get... We'll, she were born in Shizuoka, which give you nothing. <laughs> but to have a kid in America costs a fortune, doesn't it? Yeah. It's an arm and a leg. Well, going to college alone, you start yeah. saving up when you when the kid's born, apparently. But, I mean, this is another thing that put people off having kids because they're so expensive. Yeah. And there's so many bells and whistles out there that text your, text your attention, especially now with smartphones. You're getting all this advertising, advertisements coming straight into you, into your head. And you're thinking, well, if I have kids, I can't have that. Yeah. I can't have this shiny thing over here or that shiny thing. So people don't want to have kids. Hmm. They want to have the possessions first. And I think that's where it's it's changing. Yeah. 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 I mean, the fertility rate is going down for sure in most countries, apart from a couple of places. But I don't see that changing anytime soon. As women are more liberated in different countries and can work and mm. can make their own decisions rather than they can have some control over their reproduction systems and and you know in, in poorer countries as well if they can have some type of business or do something and have their own choices well then then those countries as well will, yeah. will decrease in their uh, but where families. where women are kept down is where they have the most kids don't they? yeah, oh, yeah that's what yeah. the that's what the told the life is going to be yeah yeah you're just, you're just a, a little baby producing factory yeah but yeah again th- I, I was listening to this program and they were giving micro loans to women in small villages very small loans and yeah. very successful outcomes these women could could decide oh I don't want to get married I don't want to have yeah. babies with you know I'm going to grow this and I'm going to produce some vegetables they sell at the market and, and creating small business chances and and it's incredibly successful that it's the answer to poverty it's the 50 percent of your workforce why would you shut 50 percent of your workforce out well oppressing women it seems to be the, the the business for so many years and men dominating women keeping them at home producing 10 kids what, what kind of life is that for the mother yeah it's, it's it's nothing i don't know maybe we're the minority way of thinkers but it's changing. I think men are thinking different now, aren't they? 
Well, it depends on which country you go to. If you go to Pakistan, for example, rural areas, that's it's pretty tribal. Yeah. You know, you have families of, of 10, 15. Um, what kind of life will those kids have, let alone the woman? What, what kind of rights or... or You've got ten kids running around the house. You're not going to be able to give them the attention, are you? Well, let alone the education yeah. or the. I'm I'm having a job on with two that don't listen to me. If I had another eight of them, I can't. Remember. Who were the biggest family when you were a kid at school in seventies and eighties? What were the largest family that you knew? I think it'd be it'd be four kids. Yeah, That'd I knew a couple a couple of families of four. Yeah, we were three. That no, was big. no bigger than that. My mum comes from my mum's one of four. But somebody, somebody before she come from a she was one of nine. No, but that was in Holland as well. The, the especially the Catholics would have yeah. sort of seven, eight, nine kids. It was quite normal. It's only the the, the Protestants who could use the old. But nobody seems condoms. to be doing that now, does it? No, 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 no. You've got to get your mind to have nine kids in your family. I think. In a developed country, there's no need for that, and and the amount of stress and and frustration within the family. Yeah. You know. I like it when people say, "I come from a large family. It's great. I had a great." Like, oh, did you? Yeah. You know, where, where did if you grew up on a farm or something in the middle of a modern area, but you could have enough space and enough money? Yeah. Okay, I can see that being quite nice. But could you imagine having five kids if you lived in Japan? Oh, in a, in a cramped little house. Cramped little apartment. As it is here, dude, we see these reports come out every now and then. Dude, why, why should we believe this one? Well, I think we, we're, we've got the sharp end of the stick, haven't we? Because we see it here. Yeah. And this apparently there's twenty three other countries around the world who are who are getting up to this the state that Japan's in. Mm-hmm. The UK is only going to drop three million. Which I found quite horrific because that's the country that you could do with dropping half of the population. <laughs> um, but yeah, J- Japan, you see it here. You do see it here. Yeah, the number of old people just on the streets and in trains and buses. It, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's. But it's not too bad here because the old people here are healthy and they keep themselves healthy. They yeah, look they after do. themselves. Yeah, you you're getting. People living longer in the UK or in America, those fuckers are going to need looking after. That's going to be very expensive. Uh, yeah, no, health is pretty good here for, for the elderly. People do complain that they take a lot of, take, you know, taking in, in care homes. Mm. But I think the cost is probably higher in Europe where the life expectancy is shorter, but there's much more physical mm. problems. My, my father would pay in uh, two and a half grand a month. Yeah, for, that's a for care until his until his life savings got down to seventeen thousand yen, seventeen thousand pounds, and then they said, right, okay, you don't have to pay anymore. Or no. you, we'll take your we'll take your wife's pension and we'll pay the difference. Mm. But he, he lost his lost his life savings. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing what what can change in life if you get a bit of healthiness in you. Yeah, and people aren't willing to look after themselves. And you pass that on to your kids. Mm. You see fat parents, you've got fat kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good example. If it's in the house, it's going to be eaten. Mm. Yeah. And, and like, the fertility rate is dropping. Good, I say, because some people who have kids don't deserve to have them. 
You don't deserve to have them. You see stuff on telly. Oh, if I don't give him his iPad for three hours a night, it goes crazy. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Stop the Coca-Cola before you uh, do that. Yeah. yeah. Who, who's in charge? Yeah. Who's yeah. in charge? Well, that's very true. When, when you look at the world, you do think sometimes some people shouldn't have kids. Yeah. And uh, I see that way too often. <laughs> so if there would be a, a bit of a curve in that, that number I, I wouldn't complain about it at all. I do think I do think a drop in the birth rate is a good thing if we won't get in so old you remember Logan's run where everybody got done in at 30 oh yeah yeah that like so, well I'd say yeah yeah I'd say 60 you you're done at 60 more or less are you now you now you're almost 50 yes, well, I'm <laughs> but you know 50 60 it's about right isn't it 60 have you have you got what what over sixty has given anything else to the Well world? I wouldn't mind over sixty is okay, but you've got to go to a different world. You've got to go to but how many like people, West world and <laughs> that kind of different How many place. people over sixty have changed the world? None. Einstein. He'd already changed it before. Yeah, yeah. No, but you you, you wish people a good send off and when you get to sixty you you you'll still think that's that's acceptable. But yeah, that, that's why they created Florida, I suppose. Or yeah. Eastbourne yeah. <laughs> in England. Yeah. It's just a place where you go to die. Yeah, that's why there's no word in Eskimo for Eastbourne. <laughs> but where, w- where would you like to see your final days out? Oh, uh, some tropical little island with a little yeah. view over the sea, uh, with the wife, and just... Uh, that's it, a hospital nearby when you <laughs> your yeah. knees give out. But I'd, if... I mean, I hope it in for a while yet, but if the doctor said to me, right, you've got a few months left and it's going to be fucking rough. That's I'd a just, nice... I tend to walk on his bed manners a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you can probably tell, I'm not going to be able to afford the best health care for <laughs> your doctors <laughs> telling you that. It's a backstreet doctor. <laughs> but I would just... I think I'd, I'd just... Go somewhere where I've always wanted to go, and I'd do myself in there. Well, yeah, why not? Go take all your money with you, spend yeah. it all in one huge piss up and a party, yeah. and at the end of it, have someone smash your face off or something. And I think everybody's everybody's got a, a healthy fear of dying. Yeah. But yeah. As I get older, I've got less. Well, that's what people turn to religion. Eh? The, the fear of death is, is so instilled, as but Freud said. I, I, I'm, I've, I've got a fear of it, but I'm not as scared as I was when I was younger. Because I've not done anything when I was younger. That that's might have something to do with it. The more you do, the less scared you are of yeah. it. And the more you understand that things come to an end and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's why the midlife crisis kicks in around, what would, what would you say, 40, 35? Bit early, you know, for well, men. It, it, it depends if you know where the finish is. <laughs> midlife crisis, I think, comes on at fifty. Well, it's not midlife then, is it? Well, mi- middle age is is forty five. From so forty five, I don't think I'll see ninety. But anyway, <laughs> no, when, when I when I got to that age, I don't think I changed. I didn't go stupid because my life had not changed from the age of twenty to forty. The only time my life changed is when I had when the kids were born, and that were from forty on, which I suppose is the prime years. 
but then it wasn't all about me then. Yeah. If yeah. I th- I don't know if, if my kids had been older and I'd had not done anything in my twenties and my thirties, you might go a bit daft then. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely a big impact. If if there's new life. Did you go equation. daft? Well, I mean, I think. Oh, you've you've had a steady keel, haven't you? I don't think I've changed very much since day one. I've come here. I was I I do enjoy going out, having a good time, getting pissed. Uh, I, I love work. I like working hard. Yeah. I like doing things, something new. And that's never changed. Uh, and I think the key is to have to have enjoyment every part of your life. Yeah, yeah. You work, um, whatever you do in your free time. Yeah, if you enjoy it. all those aspects, you, you, you're laughing. I didn't enjoy any part of it when I lived in the, <laughs> when I lived in the UK. Well, that's because you lived in Bradford. Yeah, yeah. The weather... The person I was with, the job, the place where I lived, it was all shit. Well, what about the, the, the free time, the boozing or the... Well, that's but that's not a positive thing, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, well, it's what you're doing to forget about the rest of the yeah. show. I think the weather had a big impact. Moving to Japan, the weather is much nicer here, yeah, yeah. except it's hot in, in the summer, but that's just the See, I, that doesn't bother me at all because I come from a place where you the sun's hardly ever out. Yeah, seeing the sun in the winter was very nice for me to see that here that in December, January it's pretty sunny here. Yeah, yeah. In fact you can go out onto the beach and get a suntan. And um, in Holland you don't see the sun for, for day. Well it's, it's the same as, as you guys. You just it's grey and it gets dark very early. It's miserable. Mm. So yeah, that's a big impact for sure. Yeah the fertility rate, um to what's your conclusion? Uh, what do you see the world in uh in 80 years, the 2100. 2100. Less people, but people still being nasty to each other. Well, that'll be forever and ever, I think. Yeah. I don't know. If nothing changes in the world, I don't even see us making 2100. I see the the, the environment collapsing under its own weight and, and us taking us with it. Well, with this pandemic, all most of the planes are being grounded, not... Many people are driving the cars as much. People are inside more. We're not consuming as much yet. There's 38 degree temperatures in the Arctic and forest fires. Yeah. yeah. So it. I think if we grounded everything and stopped now, we're still fucked. Well, so the impact of that, when that reaches a tipping point and goes into the... I think the it already has. I think, it already, I think we've gone too far. Now. Well, so that's why 80 years from now, I don't think there's going to be that many people left. Well, you think 80 years from now, the whole world was a lot different 80 years back. Yeah, but that's just increasing with speed. So 80 years back would Nin- equal 10 years in the future, the amount of damage yeah. we're doing to yeah. everything. 1940 was the year before my dad were born. You think we were in the middle of a world war, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. The war to end all wars, and we've there's always been wars everywhere ever since. Yeah, there's not a lot of lessons to be learned from history. So my advice would be keep your keep your pants on. <laughs> keep oh, keep I'm, your pants on. I'm more more the opposite. I'm I'm more the optimistic. Get them out. Well, no, get, get them off. Get them off, but don't have kids. Get them off, or tomorrow we die. <laughs> <laughs> That's my philosophy. <laughs> so my advice would be. Well, yours is mine. Is keep them on. Yours is get them off. Pretty much, yeah. Live yeah. for today. For tomorrow, we die. Yeah. I think we shall be our own destruction. 
And we will be back soon. Yes, with another fascinating topic coming to a podcast near you. I'll see you when I see you.